Contentment, what exactly does that mean? Well, the dictionary defines it as a state of peaceful happiness and satisfaction. But let's be honest, it's not always easy to be content with everything that's going on in our lives sometimes. That is a hard lesson that we've learned in 2020, right? Well, the truth is contentment is not something that comes naturally, but it is something we have to be intentional about cultivating. Ultimately, contentment comes down to our outlook on things because it's a state of mind that we can maintain even when our circumstances change. And we all know all too well that circumstances can change overnight. So we need to embrace the seasons or the changes that we go through. Well, how exactly can we do that? That's what we're going to talk about today in episode number 36. But before I dive in, I want to feature a listener review, which is from Molly BHC. She says, with so many changes happening in the world right now, this is a good time to get your business back to an organized manner and firm up your processes. This podcast has been a great motivator for me to make that happen. Thank you. Well, thanks for tuning in and leaving a review, Molly. Now, if you would like to show me some love by leaving a review, please go to Apple Podcasts and do so, and I'll feature you on an upcoming episode as well. And now, let's dive into episode number 36. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside rediscover your strengths and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine and let's dive in. Change. That's the one thing in life that is constant. And I'm not a fan of uncertainty, but I have accepted the fact that I can't always be in control And that was not an easy pill to swallow. Now, I had this epiphany a few years ago when we were struggling financially. My husband was laid off. And while I was working part time and had steady income from my business, his salary took care of major expenses, you know, mortgage, utilities, things like that. That's when we really had to learn what it means to be content with the necessary things and to really trust in God because he promises that he will take care of us as long as we remain faithful. Now, the change in circumstances was huge for us, and it took some time for us to realize that we needed to change our mindset because the circumstances we were in were not going to change right away. So one of my favorite quotes is, you only have control over three things in your life, the thoughts you think, the images you visualize, and the actions you take. And that was said by Jack Canfield. So I've learned that while I can't control the seasons of life I'm in, I can control how I deal with the changes. Now, we may want our circumstances to change, but dwelling on that robs you of your peace. But thinking positively has a positive impact on our outlook and our contentment. So exactly how do we practice contentment in the current season that we're in, even if it's not the one that we want to have at the moment? Well, here are some healthy habits that I've developed over the years. Number one. Stop putting time constraints on everything. One thing that rings true about us as humans is we can set up some pretty crazy expectations, you know, always putting a number on things. 
the number of months it was supposed to take for you to finish that course, the number of months it was supposed to take for you to launch that podcast or that new offer, how much money you were supposed to be making by the time you got to this age. And now that age may be getting closer or it may have already passed. And that's part of why you have that panicky feeling right now. So you need to remove some of these numbers because it's just stressing you out. I mean, ask yourself, why is the number there? Where did the expectation come from? Did you look ahead at some point in your life at someone who was a certain age and certain something hadn't happened yet and you decided you didn't want that to be you? Well, why? Well, this question is an invitation for you to learn something about yourself and learning new things about yourself always presents an opportunity for you to grow. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the deadlines that you put on your goals. And sometimes those dates have to slip a bit as well. But I'm talking about the expectations we put on ourselves because we're comparing our journey to someone else's. So nothing we've done or are doing is good enough. And I'm speaking from experience because I went through this when it came to launching this podcast. It was a project that had been on my heart for over two years. And many of the women in my inner circle had thriving businesses because of their podcast, but my business was not generating much income at the time. So I knew, or at least I thought I knew that having my own podcast would be a game changer, but it just wasn't the right time for me to take on that project. Why? Because I knew I didn't have the clarity that I needed in my business to create a podcast that had a clear mission envision and that would serve you my audience so I took a step back from my business for a year to help me identify what my zone of genius is which it's putting things in order for a specific outcome that way I can control where I use my energy to get the best results and I love helping others do the same by implementing systems in their daily life and in their business so that they are more productive and get more done in less time So I picked a non-negotiable launch date, which was April 1st, 2020. And that forced me to let go of that perfectionist inside of me so that I could get the necessary things done and meet that deadline. Having this podcast has taught me to enjoy the journey and find something to be grateful for as I move forward, even if it's only in little steps. So I'm not disappointed that I don't have 100 downloads every episode that I release every week. But I am grateful that 30 women consistently tune into my podcast every single week. My consumption rate or the average amount of time that my audience is tuning into every episode is 50% or more. Now that makes me happy. I've made the top 202 podcast categories. The traffic to my website has increased. My Facebook group is growing. My email list is growing. And I'm getting requests to be a guest on other people's podcasts and to present at virtual events. My point, metrics are good, but they're not the way that you should measure your success. That's what social media trains us to do. So we need to untrain our brain. Determine how your business is supposed to support your dream lifestyle. Then be intentional about what you spend your time on. Don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter eight. Embrace your journey and learn along the way. Now, here's another tip. Focus on what you can control. I think the hardest thing about embracing the season we're in 
is that often it's outside of our control, so it leaves us feeling helpless. I found it's helpful to take control of what you can change in these instances. So maybe pick a new habit that you wanna implement or step outside of your comfort zone by trying something new that's gonna bring you closer to the person that you want to be. Identify what those changes are and make those happen. You can choose to actively decide who you wanna be and that will move you from feeling helpless to feeling empowered. For instance, maybe you wanna practice more self-care but your schedule fluctuates because it's driven by your kids' schedules. Well, you can't change when you have to drop your kids off at school or pick them up or do the same for other activities, but you can create a more flexible schedule that allows you to still get things done. So create time blocks that include the time that you wake up, which needs to be consistent, and be sure that you carve out a few minutes every morning for a morning routine, even if it's just five minutes. And make sure you block out time for school drop-off and pickups and don't forget to include your travel time. Do the same if they have sports, dance, or any other activities that require you to leave the house. Then create the rest of the time blocks in your schedule every day from that point. Limiting yourself this way helps you to maximize the time that you have by eliminating what you put on your schedule. Now, if you need help with time blocking your schedule, Go back and listen to episode four for some tips on that. And if you want some ideas to help you create a flexible morning routine, be sure to check out episode number 23. And there's also a download that you can grab to help you create a routine that will work for you. Now that's what this is all about. Being realistic about what works for you based on the season of life that you're in and then working with it. And here's the third tip. Develop gratitude habits. Did you know that gratitude creates positive emotions like joy, love, and contentment? And that's why I love this quote. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough. And that was said by Melody Beattie. That's what this episode is all about. A 2003 study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology by Dr. Robert Edmonds, he's a professor of psychology at the University of California, but he examined the effects that writing gratitude diaries had on people. There was a group of 65 candidates and they were asked to write gratitude entries every day for 21 days. At the end, they reported having a more positive mood, greater satisfaction with life, and they slept better. Now it could be that focusing on life's blessings reduced their anxiety, and allowed them to be more optimistic and content with the season their life was in, even if they were experiencing difficulties. And let me tell you, this simple habit only takes five to 10 minutes and it really does work. Now I'm not a journaler, but what I've been doing for the past few months is writing down one thing I'm grateful for every day as part of my morning routine. It's a simple one sentence entry that I make in my paper planner. Then as part of my nighttime routine, I look over my entry, which puts things into perspective and helps me focus on how good I have it at that moment. It's about more than just writing down thoughts, but it helps me create a positive outlook, which in turn is mentally and emotionally beneficial and it reduces my anxiety so I sleep better at night. Now I talk about my process and give some other tips in episode 18, so feel free to go back and listen to that. 
Now, here are a few things that you can think about being grateful for. Someone who has been helpful in your life or is very supportive. Think about how they've helped you and the benefits that you've gained as a result of their assistance or support. Or go for a walk or look at outside through a window. Think about all the ways that nature sustains life and makes you feel happier and more comfortable. You know, a sunrise, a sunset, pretty flowers, the fall leaves as they change color. There is beauty all around us that we can be grateful for. So just pick one. Just take a moment every day. Look around you. I'm sure you can find something to be grateful for in your surroundings. And even if some days is just being able to enjoy a simple cup of coffee in peace, then that's fine. Be grateful for that. Remember, contentment comes down to your perspective, which we can control and we can maintain even if our circumstances or the season of our life changes. So let's review these three tips so you can do this with confidence. Tip one, stop putting time constraints on everything because it's increasing your anxiety. Sometimes slow and steady is a better pace than setting an unreasonable deadline because we're looking at what everyone else is doing. So set goals, but focus on being consistent and adjust your schedule based on the season of your life. Tip two, focus on what you can control. You can't control the changes that life brings, but you can control your reaction to the changes. So focus on time blocking your schedule based on the things that you can't control, like dropping kids off and picking them up. Make sure you can wake up consistently at the same time as much as possible, Create a morning routine and keep your schedule simple by working in smaller time blocks that you can adjust based on the season that your life is in. And tip three, develop gratitude habits. This will help you feel more positive emotions, will help you reflect on good experience. It'll improve your health, will help you maintain your happiness, and it's not dependent on your circumstances. A grateful person is one who has learned to focus on the good things in their life, not the things that they lack. Hence, being content. So if you do nothing else, just pick one thing that you're grateful for every day. I need you to stop comparing yourself to others. So break the cycle of wanting more. Instead, focus on being happy with what you have and find satisfaction in your present circumstance. Now, I know this isn't going to be easy as it may sound as I say it, but with these tips, you can learn how to be content by shifting your mindset changing your habits, and being more aware of your thoughts and actions. I know you can do this. Now, if you want to connect with me so that we can support each other as we continue to focus on being content, then please feel free to join my community on Facebook. We're a small but mighty group of busy fempreneurs with some of the same struggles. The women in my community give great feedback. They help me generate new topics for podcast episodes, We troubleshoot different things in our lives and in our businesses together. We just support each other and we encourage each other. With their support, I feel empowered and excited as I grow my business and become a better podcaster, a better mother, a better wife, and a better entrepreneur. So I want to thank you for tuning in. There are going to be links to the episodes that I mentioned and to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Facebook community in the show notes. Now, if you enjoyed listening to the show today, please make sure that you subscribe in your favorite podcast platform. And if you learned something new or one of these tips really resonated with you, please let me know. Take a screenshot, post it in Instagram stories, and tag me at the More Than Capable Mompreneur. 
And remember, you are more than enough. You've got this. So until next time, keep calm and streamline.